We praise and magnify your glorious name. Recording in progress. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Right now, I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to lift up your voice. <clears throat> if your storage is empty. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Lord, we just come before your throne of grace boldly. Father, if our storage is empty, we ask that you fill it. <clears throat> we ask, Lord, that you fill our storage yet again, O oh God. Hallelujah. Father, we pray for your presence. <clears throat> we pray for your anointing. We pray that you would be with us, O oh Lord. We pray, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would make yourself known this day. That you would make yourself known, O oh Lord, this, this morning, this evening. And that you would have your way in our lives. That we would withhold nothing of God. That you would restore. <clears throat> that you would mend. That you would make whole. <clears throat> that, that, Lord, that you would bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, whatever you're doing right now, I want you to pray. <clears throat> I want you to cry unto the Lord. And begin to invite him to join us this day. <clears throat> He, he can only fill an empty vessel. He, he can't fill a vessel that's full, full, full of pride or full of uh, impenitence, full of bitterness, full of uh, uh, regret, or even full of guilt. He wants you to relinquish it to him. <clears throat> Lord, fill our cups, fill our storage. Feel, O oh Lord, take out the pain, take out the worry, take out the anxiety, take out the fear, O oh Lord. We thank you, O oh God, that you, you are abundant in mercy and you're desiring, O oh Lord, to fill us. But we must be willing, O oh Lord. <clears throat> fill our cups. Lord, like the song says, our storage is empty, but we are available to you. Father, influence us, incite us, O oh God. Motivate us, Lord, to, to yield our members, to yield our bodies, to yield our faculties, to yield our everything, Lord, even if it hurts. <clears throat> to give up an Isaac, to, to give up, O oh Lord, certain things. Father, we pray that, that, that you would uh, assure our hearts, O oh Father, that you recompense, that you reward those, Father, that diligently seek you, that, that give up, Lord, what, what is only hurting our lives and what will stagnate our lives in order to obtain far better. <clears throat> Thank you, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, we pray, have your way this day. <clears throat> In Jesus' name, Father, speak unto your people. Father, I pray that you would dismantle the lies of the wicked one, that you would dismantle his lies, that you would dispel his deceptions, that you would disperse his, his obscurity and his clouding, Lord, over the minds of your people, that you would rend every veil, that he has placed over the minds and the hearts of your people to obscure knowledge, to prevent them to understand. Father, enlighten, illumine, O Lord. Lead us into all truth. Lead us into all righteousness. Lead us into green pastures. Lead us, O Lord, like Psalm 23 says, beside the still waters. In the name of Jesus, <clears throat> Father, may every, uh, every grip lose its power. May everything that seeks to control us be broken and demolished. Father, we pray for liberty this day. 
We pray for freedom this day. We pray, O oh Lord, your, your word says that wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you come to set the captives free. Your word says, O oh Father, he whose the Son sets free, sets free indeed. So Father, grant us freedom this day. Freedom from mental agony and anguish and worry and doubt. In Jesus' name, address, Lord, what needs to be addressed this day to your body, to, to this particular body of people, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <clears throat> My storage is empty, and I am available to you. Yes, Lord. I just want you to say that softly. My storage is empty, and I am available to you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, may your anointing descend. My storage is empty. And I am available to you. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray, speak prophetically, Lord, through these, these the lips of clay, this earthen vessel. <clears throat> Lord, your treasure is in this earthen vessel that the excellency of your power might be made manifest that it is not of ourselves, but of you. Get glory this day. <clears throat> May the manifestation of that treasure be explicated and demonstrated that it is not of us, but of you, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <clears throat> You know, Paul says, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we have these treasures in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power of God might be made manifest that it is not of ourselves, <clears throat> but of him. You know, and, and. What we have to realize is, is you know, see, sometimes people, they get so hung up on the container that, that they lose sight of the content. <clears throat> you know, Dr. Martin Luther King said that uh, um, I, one day, you know, I, ha I have a dream that one day uh, that my uh, my little black boys and little black girls won't be judged by the, the color of their uh, skin, but by the content of their character. I, I love, you know... <laughs> I love his speeches. They're amazing. Uh, he was one of the best, I think, uh, speakers and orators and, uh, and very passionate, <clears throat> very articulate, um, had the competency and ability to deliver very well. <clears throat> but his, his message, uh, unfortunately, is not lived today. 
Um, you know, a lot of people that the same people that praise him uh, are the very people that uh, don't live out what he has taught. <coughs> but the point being <coughs> is that uh, um, it, it's the content and, and it's not the, the color of skin. It's not the container. <coughs> and and uh, it, it's about the anointing. Amen. And see, the anointing have no respect of persons. If, if God has called an individual, <clears throat> it don't matter if that individual's black, if that individual's white, if that individual's uh, uh, Hispanic, or or if their vocabulary doesn't resonate with you. You know, I remember when uh, <clears throat> is it, is one of my early uh, messages. Uh, I was I was 18 years old, and so I was new to the whole preaching thing. And even at that time, um, I guess I just did a, a bit of reading and whatnot. And, and um, I was always always did my due diligence to expand my vocabulary <clears throat> because your thoughts are really limited to your ability. Your thoughts go no further than your ability to speak. Right. That's why a baby can't say anything to you. It feels things, but it it it's, it. it it doesn't get what it's it, what it wants because it's um, its speech is uh, limited, right? <clears throat> the way it communicates is limited. So sometimes, you know, this FYI, uh, sometimes uh, you don't get what you want because you don't communicate well enough. I'm not saying that you have to be some scholar, but sometimes people they they think that you're a mind reader, uh, you know, especially in relationships. <clears throat> when it comes to women as well, oh, you know, they they think that their husband is, you know, is a mind reader. It's like, no, you have to, uh, you know, amen, somebody, you have to actually speak. Y'all, y'all hear? Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you know, w w this is no telepathy or telepathic sort of stuff here. <clears throat> you have to <clears throat> communicate. Um... But anyways, I, I remember um, there was his brother. He he confessed to me how how he was not upset, but he was just really turned off because he he even though God spoke through the message and convicted all those that were hearing, <clears throat> he said, "You know, I, I didn't I didn't like you." And he's a, and I I kind of resisted what you were saying because. Uh, you know, your speech and your vocabulary. I thought, you know, oh, you're be you think you're better than us. I'm like, bro, what? You know, but the point that I'm making is that the devil wants to plant thoughts so you get focused on the container and not the earth, not the treasure in the earthen vessel. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Amen. <clears throat> um, Amen. Uh, and this can be for bad or for worse. You know, sometimes people are, are, are so bitter and they're critical and, and it prevents them from receiving the, the, earth, the treasure in that earthen vessel because they're so uh, critical towards the vessel. But there's also people, see, you got, 
You got to be very discerning. Sometimes it seems like they're eager to hear from God when they're just eager to hear from the 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 individual speaking about God. Um, and there's a big difference there. <clears throat> um, you know, does that make sense? Like, you know, um, let's say, for example, um, I'll I'll give you an example. One time I was watching the street preaching video, okay, and there was this girl that had gone up to the street preacher that she had seen, I guess, on TikTok or something like that, and she thought that this guy was really, like, good-looking, and and so she acted like she wanted to hear about God, but it was easily perceivable that she had a spirit of lust. And and but this this young street preacher was kind of entertaining the conversation. I'm like, bro, you have no discernment. You should have cut this off a long time ago because she just wants to speak with you, but not she don't want the anointing. She don't want the the God through you. Does that make sense? And, and, you know, so <clears throat> how this relates to your life is, you know, some, t- you know, sp- you sisters, there might be some snakes that come up in your circles saying, oh, I want to hear about God. Tell me about your Jesus. But they ain't trying to hear about your Jesus. They'll, they'll just tolerate your speech about Jesus because they really want to get you. Amen. <clears throat> and 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 you 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 gotta uh you got to be able to cut off those manipulators, right? Y'all following? Amen. <clears throat> because if not, you'll be ensnared. You'll be ensnared by by this this trap of of deception and manipulation. They they just want to butter you up. They just want to tell you everything you want to hear. Oh, yeah, man, I'll read the Bible. Oh, yeah, I remember this one time I heard whatever. Or, you know, I remember this one time I went to church and they try to relate with you and they they just share all this nonsense. Yeah, have you ever seen that Instagram reel where it's like when you're, and it says when your uh, worldly friend tries to give you advice and it's like, man, it is what it is because, you know, it is what it was and it was what it is. It's like, dang, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> right? Isn't that how they advise you? It don't even make good nonsense. <laughs> At least make it <laughs> make it make good nonsense. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I tell you. When it comes to, you know, uh, uh, good wisdom from the Lord, <clears throat> even though they don't like the earthen vessel, they, no, I don't want to hear it. Ah, uh, no, it's not, it's not packet. It's, it's UPS packaging, not, it's not uh, FedEx. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that flavor of Kool-Aid. 
I want great Kool-Aid. Mm-mm. That ain't, ma- that ain't how mama made it. Mm-mm. So, but you know, when you're dying of thirst, you're not very uh, picky. <clears throat> right? Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but this is the second time I'm, you know, I'm addressing this. So I, I don't, I, I, I see that um, for to whom it ever, uh, to whom it applies, it, God is trying to say something to you. <clears throat> um, don't get focused on the, the containers. Uh, you, you gotta, you gotta say, what does this container have earth? Does this earthen vessel have treasure? Right. Uh, 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 you know, because I tell you what, a greedy man don't care where the gold comes from. Amen. Amen. Right? They just want to know: is it gold or is it fool's gold? Is it is it is it true gold or is it the the um you know? Is does it just look like it? But if I check the the you know the density of this and you know the chemical compounds, all this stuff, is it gonna is it gonna uh? come out to to gold or they just look good does it sound good amen <clears throat> because there's a lot of sound goods and feel goods out there but it ain't good right amen the the you know whisper me you know nothings and 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 all that stuff but <clears throat> nonetheless if, if you guys have your bibles Let's let's go there. In fact, uh, Corinth. It's I believe it's Second Corinthians. <clears throat> Second Corinthians chapter four. <clears throat> You know, there, there's there's some they they won't hear you unless you got your beard shaved. It's stupid, but um, <clears throat> or or a suit and a tie. You know, one of because I got saved in that that den- that denomination where they say, oh, the preacher has to have a suit and a tie, or or you know, um. Because because you gotta dress your best before God. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you know, how how dare you come into the presence of God without your best suit and all this stuff? And I'm like, bro, so okay, if you have to dress your best in the presence of God, then I hope that in your prayer closet you're wearing your suit. <laughs> are are you wearing your suit in in the prayer closet? Like when you wake up in the morning. Right. Let me. Oh, let me. Oh, let me get my suit and tie on real quick, Lord. <laughs> I wonder what tie Jesus had. <clears throat> right. So, so you know, and, and I'm not saying look foul. I'm not saying look ratchet. I'm not saying look like you. You know. I'm saying you know look good. Look presentable. Look, you know, look modest. Like, 
Like there, I just got a regular T-shirt on, but no one, I, you know what I mean? Like it's it don't it doesn't make me look ghetto. It don't make me look like, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm undignified. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so the, the, there's a balance where we're not sticklers and legalists when it comes to you know, hey, you, you have to, you know, uh, have your phylacteries and you have to have your tie and it has you have to have all this stuff. Does that make sense? Um, but, uh, second Corinthians chapter four, uh, verse one, there, therefore, since through God's mercy, we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Okay, you know, <clears throat> I, I want to stop there. We'll continue, though. But I, I want to give you the context of, of what's going on here. First of all, the Corinthians were, maybe you know this by now, but the Corinthians were some obstinate, stubborn, uh, arrogant, <clears throat> sensual immature, foolish people. <clears throat> and, and I'm not saying that because I, I love to insult people. Paul Paul calls them morons. Literally, that's the, that in the Greek, mornia means moron or foolish. He said that they were uh, actually worse than unbelievers because uh, uh, one of the guys in the church was having sex with his stepmom. Uh, 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 yeah, his father's wife. And then they were getting drunk with the communion. So there were drunkards. They were um, <clears throat> immature. He says, I cannot speak unto you as unto mature, but as unto carnal, for ye are yet babes. Right? He said that. Uh, Paul says you got, well, that they are robbers as well. Um, he said, <clears throat> because they, they gave Paul no uh, uh, ties and support. And then not only that, they... they Paul uses that word rob. And if you look at the word rob in Malachi, God says, why have you robbed me in tithes and offerings? So he, he didn't just say steal. It, the word robbery is attributed to not paying tithes. <clears throat> but nonetheless, um, in addition to that, they were entertaining false apostles. Okay, so th- they weren't even listening to Paul. They were entertaining all these false guys. That and, and who knows exactly what they were teaching, but at the end of the day, Paul's ministry was being discredited. And 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 they were insolent over against Paul, and they were even requiring letters of recommendation from Paul from you know uh uh <clears throat> or to them for Paul. Because that's what they did in the early church. That's why in first like uh I believe it's second or third John uh, they're like, hey, you know, receive so-and-so. And, oh, Diotrephes, I think his name is, he doesn't receive so-and-so because he loves the preeminence. And and you see just, you know, people look over these things, but if you read some of the letters, you'll take note of the fact that, that they had uh, uh, approvals and recognitions of certain people. Hey, receive this person. Hey, don't receive this person, right? <clears throat> and this is why Paul says, if if he says if any man considers him a prophet 
acknowledge that, uh, let him acknowledge that the things I write are the commands of the Lord. It, and he says, if what I say is not recognized, he himself is not recognized. What does that mean? That means, uh, Peter, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? You catch the drift? <clears throat> so, in other words, um, these people are not recognized by God, nor demons, nor the church. Right? And, and so, just because someone got the title pastor don't mean that they're recognized. Right? Mm -hmm. You know... <clears throat> And, and if 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 anyone you know you know and I, I don't I don't suspect anybody does, but if if anyone questions whether or not I'm recognized of the Lord, just look no further than the Word of God. You know the the doc you know doctrine the character all that stuff that's what we're looking for right when we're we want to determine whether or not someone is recognized of the Lord or whether they're uh, what's uh, deemed a um, a um, a reprobate or a a a reject or a castaway, <clears throat> amen. Amen. You know, <clears throat> I I don't know if I shared this story, but it's always to my consolation. It it really is. It, it's to my consolation. There was uh, some years back, well, many years back, ten a decade ago already. Um. <clears throat> I was informed by this uh, this pastor that um, I had n no fellowship with at the time, you know, no no association with at the time. Um, but he had later told me after the event that they went to cast out a demon of this individual, right? Uh, he and uh, three other ministers, <clears throat> and the the person was slithering on the ground like a snake and hissing and. Uh, blaspheming them and all this stuff and cursing God and just crazy stuff, right? And then it stops slithering and it tilts its head and says in a very like demented way, mentions my first and last name and I'm not even there. And you do know Greg Chacon, he's, he's one of them. He, and it starts like, you know, uh, mocking me. But, but it was to my consolation because I'm like, wow, that's a trip, but... <laughs> At least I'm vexing hell. <laughs> At least I'm tormenting the demons and their boyfriends, you know. And so that was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad y'all know me. Um, <clears throat> right? Because in Acts, you know, I, you, what happened was when the seven sons of Sceva tried to cast out a demon, they said, Paul, we know, Peter, we know, but who are you? We don't know. You have no authority, Right? But but nonetheless, getting back to the word, so so I want you to have that understanding of that that's what's going. On. The Corinthians uh, were those sorts of people. So Paul's like saying, "Look, we have to um, look. We're we're not we're not those who who do things after a worldly manner. We're not those sort of people. We're not distorting the word of God." He says, "It's through the mercy of God that we've received this ministry." And Paul states in Second Corinthians chapter five what that ministry is: it's the ministry of reconciliation, right? So this was given to them by the Lord, not by man. Now, be careful with that too, because the same people is like, "Oh, I only report to God. I don't need man." Um, 
But Paul actually, Paul himself did not do anything in in dis in uh, disjunction with the the mother church in Jerusalem. See, people are like, oh well, yeah, but uh, you know, Paul, you know, he was in three years in Arabia and all this other stuff. You know, and he says in Galatians, uh, Paul, an apostle, the gospel I received, neither by man nor for man, nor did I consult, you know, with anybody after my conversion, whatever. Um, and I'm not going to, I don't intend to go into all the details about that stuff, but it, but fast forward and you see in Acts 13, Paul had hands laid on him by the prophets. So Paul wasn't this renegade. He wasn't this individual that just wanted to do whatever he wanted to do independent of uh 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 just independent right he and uh barnabas had hands laid on him by the prophets and the holy spirit said through the prophets the holy spirit didn't just say to paul hey set yourself apart okay let me set myself apart Ta-da! that's not how it happened the Holy Spirit spoke to the prophets, set apart Paul and Barnabas for the work that I have for them. Then hands were laid on them, and then they were sent out, right? Okay. See, see, when it comes to stuff like this, it, you know, I, I'll tell you, you know the people that kind of want to marry in the dark? Hey, let's not tell anybody. Just me and you, babe. Let's go marry ourselves in the park by ourselves. Yeah, how, how does that work out? Uh, I now pronounce myself and you, husband and wife, ta-da, magic wand. <laughs> does that work? You want, you want to know why? It takes a minister who has authority to, to marry, to put you together. I know people don't believe that, but it's all right. Um, <clears throat> because, because, okay, marriage is sacred. It's holy. Okay. So, so, so holy. See, what, what people have to understand is that if, if you have a boyfriend, or girlfriend, and, and, and let's say you fornicate with them and then you fornicate with other people, you know, another person, you're just sinning against them. But when you marry someone, you commit adultery, you're sinning against God. Because God is in that relationship now. Amen. And people need to understand that there are certain sins. If, if say if someone gets uh, gets me upset, I smack him across the face. I didn't sin against God. I sinned against you. I didn't sin against the Lord. Lord, I still love you, you know. <laughs> you know, I won't blaspheme you, but I'll smack this, you know, guy. I'm not saying that I'll do that. But but that's a sin against a, a fellow man. But but see, idolatry or even adultery is sin against God because you include God in the equation. Does that make sense? No. <clears throat> um, so, you know, we need to stop playing house and we need to stop playing church, right? You know, Amen. so... I hope that makes sense. Um, but but nonetheless, um, where was I at?
Yes, yes. It 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 takes it takes a minister to marry, just as much as it takes a minister to baptize. Okay, so so you can't just pronounce yourself married. You can't do that, right? <clears throat> so Paul he he receives this ministry of reconciliation by the Lord, right? <clears throat> and he says, rather, verse two, rather we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception. See, you know, let, let's stop there real quick because um, Paul had taken time to defend himself in his ministry. Did you know that? We won't go there, but he does do that. And, and, and it's kind of, and he's doing that to his children in the faith. And it's like, look, you know, you know, we didn't do this, but we did that. You know, we have so many insults and we've been, stone we've been shipwrecked we've been in danger and he says he says i've robbed other churches to supply the uh the lack that be due to you that you could not provide that's what he says he says but we, he says we we didn't he did he said we didn't use our rights as the apostles of christ he says because we love you, we're dear. Uh, you are dear unto us, and he was just expressing his love and saying how much he suffered, this, that, and the other. And he says, "I don't say this to your shame, but that you might have an occasion to boast in us, just as we do in you." And and the the point that he was getting at is like, look, hey, open up your hearts and receive us, just as we received you, you know, and stop entertaining these false people that are are going to put you into snares. Right, because they were false. Because Paul Paul says, "Look, the ministers of," he says, "the devil masquerades himself as an angel of light." He says, "and so do his his messengers." Right, his messengers are going to you know say deceitful things to get you out of the will of God. Right, and and Paul here he's saying, "Look." We don't we don't do that. We don't use deception. Right? And <clears throat> you know the Bible says in Proverbs that the wounds of a friend can be trusted but an enemy multiplies kisses. Right? So you you ever uh, work around kiss butts? Oh girl, that looks so good. Oh, you know it make you look skinny, and then behind your back, man, that girl look she look fat. What's she thinking? Mm, girl, she look she look fat. What is she? What is she thinking? Why didn't you tell her that? I thought you said she looked good. <laughs> you know, when people ask me, I, I, you know, sometimes I preface, do you, I mean, do you want the truth? Like, you know, whatever it's about. Like, do you really want the truth? Like, I'm not going to be mean about it, but I don't know if you really want what I think. <clears throat> but since you asked me, yeah, brother, that though that shirt looks whack. That that looks lame. I don't know what you're thinking. 
You know, I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time. <laughs> me and this brother, uh, we went to the mall. His name was Joshua. And uh, he had a little bit of Jewish in him. Uh, he, he was like a little black, Hispanic, and he had a little bit of Jew. And so I called him Joshua. <clears throat> and anyways, we were in the mall. We are in Forever 21. And uh, he, he had this hat. It just looked whack. And he put it on. He's like, what you think? I said, I think it's a sister repellent. <laughs> You're going to repel a lot of sisters. That's what I think. He's all good. It'll keep me holy. <laughs> It'll keep you holy, but ugly. <laughs> It looks funky, man. It looks funky. Yeah, yeah, they're too tight. But anyways, that that's uh, it was like a um, I don't know, it was like a turquoise blue with like weird designs, and it I don't know. <coughs> I know, <coughs> but this 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 was when I was this was a long time ago, so we were, we were probably like in our early twenties, maybe late teens. But anyways, um, so I, I was like, "Yeah, that's a sister repellent for sure." <laughs> he's like, "It'll be my, he's, it'll be my, uh, my, my tool of sanctification." Then, so, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> but you know, an enemy they multiply kisses. They just say, you know, what you want to hear. And they'll say, you know, nice things. You know, it's like, you know, a lot of those people on the infomercials, they're your enemies. They're selling you a bunch of junk and garbage. But look at all the commercials of like this, you know, the medication that says, oh, it may cause death. And everybody in it's happy. You ever see, you notice that? You know, oh, this medication will cause, you know, you know, uh, bleeding uh, liver and, you know, even cause death. And all of them are happy, right? Well, they're just multiplying kisses, right? But they're they're doing it with imagery, and it's like, how do you, how do you get all these people so happy, like with bleeding livers and stuff? And, and because they're deceiving you, they they have to harp on your emotions. That's why you know, even in like in like certain hospitals and stuff, like they know that kids are afraid, and so they have to put like colorful stuff. And it's like, but you're just about to put them like, you know, in a chair where they're, you're going to drill their teeth and gums and all this stuff and it hurts, but they, they feel pretty, they feel okay about it once they walk in. Right. Well, that's how the devil does. He, he baits you with a, a good looking guy or a good looking woman or whatever, a, a job that sounds real good on paper, but you don't know that behind that is death. Amen. <clears throat> right? You know, and, and uh, you know, I, I was listening to something recently about Mike Tyson. And he, he's like, man, because he was talking about these certain people that just say to him what, you know, they're cowards. And they don't say to him, uh, like, they'll say one thing, but behind his back, they'll do another thing. And, and 
I mean, I don't know. Mike Tyson's a really intimidating guy, so it takes a lot of courage to say what you really think about Mike Tyson. But he says, man, at least he said, I at least have respect for people that have the guts to tell me what they really think. That, yeah, Mike Tyson, you're a good boxer, but your life is trash. You're a piece of trash. He said, I respect those people. And, and, you know, even, I don't know if you've listened to uh, Malcolm X. And he was talking about the white liberals, that they're the most dangerous because they smile in your face saying that they act like they're for the black man, but they're not. Um. Right? <clears throat> so, so, I say all that to say this, is deception is a reprehensible thing. Deception isn't a, it's, it's not a pretty thing. You know, at least if there was an enemy that was more confrontational, you'll know. But deception is one of the things that is done behind your back, and they have the guise as friend. <clears throat> they have the guise, the disguise as, oh, you know, I love you. They have the disguise of, you're my ride or die. They have the disguise of all these things, but but really, they're not. Amen? Yeah. And so, um, truth sets free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Right? And, and so, the Bible places such a high premium on truth. It says, with all thy getting, get wisdom. It says, buy the truth and sell it not. Right? Buy the yeah. truth. You know, and for some of you, that might mean that, hey, you got to buy some units in college. All the college wanted my money. That's all the college want. All the college wanted my money. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> but, no, seriously. And it's not always even with money. Sometimes you have to buy the truth with energy. Sometimes you have to buy the truth with sacrifice. Sometimes you have to buy the truth with humility. See, you know, there, there are uh, many people out there that cannot find it within themselves to humble themselves to say, you know what, I, I need to learn or I need to unlearn or I need to relearn, right? And so humility, you know, I've said this many times before, you know, C.S. Lewis said, that uh, humility is not thinking uh, less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. <clears throat> you know, I, I can't stand these reformed preachers. Ah, uh, woe is me, I'm a wretch. It, you're not a. The Bible doesn't. The Bible doesn't say you're a wretch. The Bible doesn't say you're a filthy, good for nothing sinner. It doesn't say that. It, you can't support that anywhere at in the scriptures. The Bible, and they immediately go to Romans 3.23, all have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God. Well, have sinned. And then it says, verses following, that we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth might, might be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. But we're under grace. Why does Paul doesn't say, you know, uh, thanks be to the Lord Jesus uh, uh, you know, blessed be God, our Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace be, be, be unto you, you wretched sinners. He says, peace be <laughs> unto you, holy ones. The Greek is hagias. It means holy, set apart. 
right? And you need to understand that because if you keep saying, oh, woe is me, I'm a wretched sinner, you're going to be bipolar and schizophrenic. You're going to have identity problems. <coughs> Transgender. And and the reason why I'm so hard on that stuff, man, because it makes people feel so depressed. <clears throat> it makes people feel like they're they and then their relationship with God is affected because of that. Because they feel like they're in a perpetual state of guilt for no reason. Right? So you're you are not a sinner. Right? Can wicked people do good deeds? Yeah. Can a holy person unfortunately sin? Yes. But does the good deed make the wicked person holy? No. Does the sin make the holy person a sinner? No. Right? Their their identity is goes beyond the mere deed. See, they're doing see for the wicked person they are be there's something in philosophy called being right so when we say human being right you i don't want to get overly philosophical but in in the wicked person their being is before the doing right so they they are being wicked and therefore they do but see we we are not a wicked being and therefore do wickedness from that being, state of being, right? Our being is holy. That's who we are, right? And so when we do sin, it's it's out of conjunction with our identity, with our being, right? Amen. <clears throat> and, and, and for the wicked person also, when they do good, that's that's out of keeping with their being, right? Because... The fullest essence of evil are demons, and they never do good. Man. Right? <clears throat> Nor do we stort the word of God. You know, so, so you know, I'm not going to pull a Carl Lance. I'm not going to pull a, a, a Stephen Furtick. I'm not going to distort this right here. Just because... You know, hey, you know, we, we can gain more people at our church. We can gain more disciples. But just, you know, let me just add this right here and kind of, you know, dumb down on the praying start, stuff. No, you're fine if you just pray five minutes a day. You're good. Just a proverb a day keeps the devil away. That's not going to work. And I know it can, it, it can, you know, kind of suck because you keep hearing things like, man, dude, I thought I made it already. I thought I arrived already. And I don't say this so, you know, to say, hey, you know, you're condemned of the Lord or, or you're going to go to hell. No, I don't use that. I don't say you're going to go to hell. You know, I don't use that sort of motivation. You see, if you're in Christ, you're not going to hell. Right? There is now therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So I don't have to say, uh, you know, you're going to go to hell. 
Because you already know that anyways and you're still not free. Fear, fear is not a good tactic for uh, 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 um, long-haul obedience. Amen. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's appropriate. Like, hey, if you, you don't work this out, you're going to forfeit the will of God in your life. You're going to jeopardize your destiny. And I know you want God's best, so let's let's cut that out, right? But Amen. but the point that I'm trying to make is is um yeah we don't distort this right here we 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 present the truth in in its full you know in the the full counsel of God, Amen. <clears throat> and Amen. and see what a lot of preachers do is they don't present the full counsel; they only have half half the counsel. So they, they talk about justification through the blood of the cross, right? But they never talk about the life of power and the spirit, right? That's why, you know, like Baptists and stuff like that, the or, or, or Reformed or whatever, uh, uh, where they magnify the cross, and that's awesome. But, but see, the thing is, you might have justification, but if you don't live in the power of the spirit, you're not going to have sanctification, and a lot of times people try to live holy on their own strength. This is why the baptism of the Holy Ghost is so important. Because what it takes you, you know, 10 years to do, I can do in 10 months by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not because I'm better. No. Not not because I, I'm inherently a better person, I'm stronger than you. You might be strong like a Navy SEAL. I might be weak, you know, very weak. But if I can tap into a power that's superior than me, I can do far better than you. And vice versa, right? Because, because as the people of God, we should have a distinguishing mark that sets us apart. You know, I remember when I was working at a high school some years back, it was like 2017, and uh, <clears throat> there was this one teacher, and and uh, well, it was, it was really cool because we were in the teacher's lounge, right, and, and uh, she was on her phone, and the Holy Ghost just spoke to me right there about what it was about, and uh, it was about her husband, and uh, I was, and I said, you have your husband's phone, and she looks up. She was a black girl, a black lady. She's all, uh, what are you? <laughs> and she's all, you good. You some counselor or something? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm a prophet. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the psychologist, couldn't do that, right? The the astrologers, the soothsayers, the you Amen. know, you you get what I'm saying, and, and so, <clears throat> and and I I think she went to therapy or something like that too. I don't know, but <clears throat> um, and it was cool because there was other staff members in there too, and, and and the power of God was demonstrated. And now the point that I'm making in saying that is that 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 is what I'm graced for, right? Uh, and helping people's lives and detect problems and, and, and uncover devil's lies and stuff like that. But see, <clears throat> if if you work in something else, 
whether you're an entrepreneur or whatever, you know, whatever it is, in your own respected area, the anointing is is what makes the difference. The anointing is what will set you apart that will enable you to do what that worldly person can't do. And they'll say, man, how'd you do this? Where are you getting this stuff from? How'd you think of this? Right? Well, the favor of God, the anointing of the Lord, praying, getting inspiration from the Holy Ghost, right? Man, I'm sick of what I see in these sermon platforms and stuff. You know, I seen on Instagram, I think I shared this already. A guy said, you know, a guy, he was preaching his sermon and he had like a cage, right? Like, like a, uh, like a WWF cage. And, and, and I was like, I said, I'm confused. You're like preaching a sermon, but it looks like you're, you work for WWF. What's up with the illustration? He said, it was just a illustration for my sermon. Well, I said, stop the illustrations, provide the demonstration of the spirit's power. But see, but see, they all mimic each other. They all copy each other. That's because they're not drawing from the Holy Ghost. They're just drawing from what they see every other person do. And so they have to outperform this guy. You know, let me do it. Let me do the WWF cage or let me go down on like, what are they? You seen that video where that pastor came down on that? Like, uh, um, what was, what are these things called? The ropes. And I think he got stuck too. He's trying to be a stuntman. <clears throat> what what are those things called? Zipline. I think that's what it was. Zipline. A bungee. No, it, it was a zipline. So he had like in his mega church, this like zipline from the top the to get him all the way down to the like the, the, uh, the altar. Right, he was trying to uh, save Gotham City or something. <laughs> and they got stuck, and you know, I wish I could have. You know, if I was a sound man, I would have played something like wah, wah, wah. Boop. <clears throat> Oh man. Poor guys. <coughs> um, <laughs> you know, it was funny because I remember one time there was a, my old pastor, he was preaching and he was preaching on Ephesians 6. And like, I kind of mastered my little keyboard because I knew all the sounds and stuff like that and voicings. And he was throwing, he was like, you know, you got to watch out for the devil's darts. And he started going like that. And I, I, uh, uh, there was this little uh, thing on my keyboard. It was a sound effect. It was a firework. It goes, so <laughs> each time we went like that, I, you know, I did that on my keyboard. And he's like, what the heck? But anyways, um, So, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So, you know what Paul's doing? He's commending himself. 
to their conscience. What does that mean? Um, so, so in other words, it, see, some people might take it as, oh, he's being proud. Why is he talking about himself when he's talking in in relation to the truth? Why? But Paul is saying, look, hey, we're the real deal and we're commending ourselves and we're allowing you to know that. So you be conscious of this. I'm not fake. I'm the real deal. I'm, I'm called, I'm a sent one of the Lord. Right. <clears throat> but see, see, people think that, you know, hey, it's just just get to a sermon, an expositional sermon and remove the preacher from it. No, not really. It's not about the preacher. It's about the message. But here's the thing that God has his message in messengers. In fact, and, and so so that's why a messenger has to be of good character right? Before they are qualified. He says, you know, it gives a list for, uh, you know, pastors and they must do this. They must have this character. They must not love this. They must hate this, this, that, and the other. It says that in Timothy, right? Amen. Amen. But, um, So I want to get down to verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay so that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So so that's what I was mentioning earlier. So this treasure, right, is, is the anointing. This treasure is the anointing of of God. And so uh, Paul is saying, look, we have this in, in these jars. He, he's referring to himself as a jar of clay. You know, <clears throat> that the all-surpassing power might be made manifest that it's from God and not from us. So, so like, for example, you know, I'm not no... Uh, public speaker. <clears throat> so I, I don't have outlines to my sermons and provide religious TED Talks to, because if I did all that, guess what happens? People say, oh man, he's, that's an awesome speaker. Did you hear that message? Did you, I love the structure of it. And that's, no. Right? <clears throat> because I don't know if you guys ever listened to TED Talks, but sometimes they give pretty uh, good messages. And a lot of these people are trained speakers, and it's like, wow, they deliver well. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's this Asian guy. I don't know what his name is, but he has a lot of cool tips when it comes to, like, public speaking and stuff. And, and, and he's just a masterful speaker. Someone pretty delightful to hear, right? <clears throat> but, see, what that's doing, and I'm not saying be, you know, butcher things. But see, what happens is, is people then focus on that. And, and they, don't fo- they don't focus on God, right? And, and this, this is applicable to anything else, right? 
You know, like, for example, I don't think, I think it's a good thing to know Greek. Like, you know, you know, like to have a Greek concordance or whatever. It's cool. But sometimes some of these guys, they become like Greek analysts. And see, what's supposed to be just a tool becomes the thing. And it's like, we're not here in Greek class. I don't want to know what the participle, you know, or the, you know, you know. And some people have a knack for that stuff. But, you know, <clears throat> the average person doesn't. And even if everybody here wants to know more about Greek, the, the case is that God spoke through Greek. He did. He in, through the New Testament writings, which was in Greek. But see, the thing is, God never held a Greek class. Do you see? <laughs> so preachers are public speakers. But they don't need to take a public speaking class. Yeah. Oh, you're in Greek school for 11 years? <laughs> oh, cool. Nor is this an English class. Right? I have to use English because we all understand English, but it's not an English class. And, and so people, they get so focused on all these little things and they're missing God in all of it. They're, they're missing the forest for the tree. Right? Yeah. Um, but Paul, you know, Paul is saying, look, this surpassing power is from God, not from us. And this is what I want you to understand, saints, is that... It, it is it has to be god from start to finish from start to finish what this is what i'm trying to uh um uh, stir up this appetite for us to to uh seek for god amen like every time i want you to join i i want you to join with an appetite for the holy ghost <clears throat> an appetite for the things of god an appetite for the christ amen not 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 just not just hear a new good thing from the Bible. Oh, look at what I found out from the scriptures. Did you know historically? No. Because here's the thing, you can be speaking about God and not be speaking by God. You can be okay. speaking about Jesus apart from the spirit of Christ. And what I can say might even be true. But this is why, you know, you know, I'm sure you've been there where you go to a church and, and they're like, turn to your Bibles in uh, Acts chapter two. And uh, the the Greek here says, and, uh, you know, it, it's just like a lecture and, and you leave. It's just dry and God don't speak at all. It's like uh, I have no more direction in my life after the message than I had before. Where's the Holy Ghost in this? Yeah. Right? I've been there and where my eyes are rolling like why oh, did I even come? He just he's just speaking his head. Right? Um th does that make sense? <clears throat> you know, in 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 Socrates, in Plato's, uh, is it Socrates' apology 
or Plato's Apology, if which is entitled. I don't know if you ever read it, but where Socrates is on trial and they're accusing him of 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 corrupting the youth in Athens, and they refer to him as Athens Gadfly, and uh, well. He's just going around asking people what they know, and they get upset at him because he's just asking so many inquisitive questions, and it leads them to end up saying that I don't know very much, and 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 they get upset about him, uh, upset at him because of that. But the point, uh, the reason why I mention that, because when he's on trial, he says, and the interesting thing is the Greek word there is daimonion. Some translators translate it spirit. But it's the word, it's in the Greek New Testament for demon. And he says, I don't speak anything but that which the daimonion says to me. And so, you know, the people think of, of Greeks as, you know, in the ancient world as, 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 you know, philosophical and just abstract and not spiritual. They were very much spiritual. Amen. <clears throat> and, and, but, but, but here's the thing. He understood that he had to speak by a spirit. Preachers today in the West, they don't understand that. They want to speak their head. They don't want to speak by the spirit. Does that make sense? No. <clears throat> you have to understand that. Um, amen. Because the spirit will cut to your heart. The spirit will divide soul and spirit. The spirit will judge the intents and the motives of the heart and say, no, that's not right. Don't turn left. Don't go right. Or stay right there. Don't go forward. Go a couple steps back. All right, he, he will tell us these things. You know, you want to know how he's speaking to you? Is he, he'll, he'll rob you of peace. You, you, you won't feel peace in your spirit about things. Right? Because when you're robbed of peace, you now don't have faith to do a certain thing. And the Bible says that we walk by faith. So so you want to know if, if the Holy Ghost is leading you, do you have faith? See, faith isn't stupid presumption, gullible presumption, like airhead, I just walk into anything, I, I have faith. No, you, you're, you're, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about from your spirit. I have, I have bona fide faith from the Holy Ghost. But see, here's the, here's the thing. If you don't spend enough time with him, how do you, how do you know what he's saying? How do you know his voice? Does that make sense? Amen. So it, it it's this power is from God, not from us. I'm not saying degrees don't matter. You know, you you know, you you can have more degrees than a thermometer and you still be frozen. <laughs> and you'd be blazing for God. I'm not saying degrees don't matter. I'm not saying that I'm not saying any of that stuff. You know, there there might be things that you have to do, get more education or whatever. But here's the thing. Those things aren't your rock. Amen. <clears throat> those things are not your fortress. Those things are not your basis. Those things are not the end all be all. Those things are not your deliverer. Those things are not your savior. 
right? Those things are not your confidence. Your confidence is God. And, and, and so if God says, go get a degree, well, God's your confidence. So have confidence in what he said to you. Right? If God says, no, I'm going to enable you to do this without a degree, then he's your confidence. Believe him. Right? And, and so he's not cookie cutter. What he said to person A about what the direction they are to take for their life might not be what person B needs to take. You seen person A had their first home like this. Person B won't get their home that way. Amen. Amen. Person uh, uh, A got married this way, but you, on the other hand, won't. It is going to be through a different process, right? And, and amen. <clears throat> and you can be like Peter, where where <clears throat> you get you you get upset, like, hey, what about John? Because Jesus said to Peter. Hey, you know, uh, when you were younger, you went where you wanted to go. You know, you clothed yourself. But now that you're older, someone else will clothe you. And it says, thus Jesus spake concerning, you know, how he would glorify God by his death. And then Peter's like, oh, what about him? What about John? What about John? Focus on your mail. What, what, did, what did God say to you? Yeah. Right? And so people want people want to duplicate themselves or or they want to duplicate what God did with another person. You know, God might have had some person hold a bunch of crusades, but that's not how God is using you today. God is using you by just little small pockets of people. Right? And, and and so a person has no right to judge your ministry. If, if what you're doing is glorifying God and you're obeying the Holy Spirit. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. Um, the rest of you are here. be coming to a close here shortly <clears throat> look at what he says he says <clears throat> we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed we always carry in our body the death of jesus so that the life of jesus may also be revealed in our body so look at what paul is going through he, he he's going through, you know, <clears throat> he said he's hard pressed on every side. So that means he has pressure. You ever have pressure in your life? <clears throat> See, that pressure is not intended to crush you. <clears throat> if something is crushing you, that means it's the devil. You know, because sometimes people are literally tormented and they're like, oh, I wonder if God is using this. To... No, if it's tormenting you... And it's crushing you. There's a difference between some pressure from the Lord and and literal uh, 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 torture from demons. Does that make sense? Amen. God isn't like you know, like the little kid, like trying to, uh, you know, the little kid that's sadistic and has a magnifying glass and just is gratified by burning ants. Or, you know, you ever watch Toy Story, that kid, Sid? 
That's the devil. And that's some kids in school, too, I'll tell you. Look, Sid. <laughs> and then they want you to speak soft. Oh, boy, don't do that. No. Rebuke that that uh, malicious agent of Satan. <clears throat> you know, anyway, I, I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, but yeah, Sid was a, he, he's a malicious menace. And he was twisted. You seen some of the little contraptions he had? Man, you know, kids can be demon possessed too. <clears throat> but anyways, Paul, so Paul was going through all this stuff and yet he was enduring. So, so it, it, it was in, indicative of the fact that this was from God. He could only still be here because of God. He could only be doing what he was doing because of God, right? And so that after he has gone through all this, it might be made manifest that it's the life of Christ sustaining this person. It's not because we're the strongest people in the world. It's not because we're, we're the most <clears throat> wisest. It's not because we're the most eloquent. It's not because I have everything figured out. It's not because I have all the answers. It's not because of any of that. It's because I know the one to whom I trust. I know that I have a rock. I know that I have a refuge. I know that I have a savior. I know that I have a counselor. I know I have one who is the end all be all. He In him we live, move, and have our being. And so when I am tried, when I'm tested, when, when, when I'm lonely, when I'm uh, uh, ignorant concerning matters, I go to the one who is able to save to the uttermost. Hallelujah. So so I, I don't have to be the strongest. I go to uh, uh, my rock that anchors me in times of turbulence, in times of turmoil, in times <clears throat> where, where, where the devil is trying to rattle my faith or where, where I'm discouraged. I go back to my commanding officer and he begins to, to, to give me my orders and begins to speak life into me. And he begins to assure me that there are more of us than there are of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And and so so when the devil comes and tries to discourage you or people are threatening you in your life, you go back to the Lord and he reminds you there's more of us than there are of them. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> what was it in the days of Sennacherib? Uh, I think it was 145,000 men died from the hand of one angel. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If your storage is empty, he can fill you. <clears throat> Hallelujah. If you don't have enough, he, he, he is enough. If you have insufficiency, Christ is sufficient. Hallelujah. <clears throat> if you need a companion, he's there. He, he, he has an ear to you. The Bible says his ears are open to the cry of the righteous. <gasps> Isn't that bless your heart that the Lord hears our cry? 
that he bottles every tear, that he doesn't ignore, that he doesn't uh, uh, spurn uh, your distressed cry. He doesn't turn it aside. He doesn't ignore it. doesn't say, I'm too busy for that right now. Amen. Amen. But what do we do instead? We don't run to the Lord. And and some of you need to understand. Some of you have to gain confidence in the place of prayer because some of you still feel like, what are my prayers even doing? Do you see? Let, let's ask ourselves this question. Did Jesus think like that? Did he pray and say, oh man, what are my prayers doing? See, here's Jesus, God in the flesh, and yet he prayed. He didn't he didn't do it because he liked to hear himself talk. <laughs> you understand that? So why do Satanists pray? I, I, I venture to say that there are many Satanists that have more confidence that demons will act on their behalf than Christians do in believing that God will act on their behalf. Demons know, you know, Satanists know that they can call on the devil and they'll get things done. It'll come at a sacrifice. It'll come at a cost. They might, you know, demon might say, well, it'll come at the life's blood of this person. Right? And I'm not saying that every believer doesn't have faith, but I'm saying there are some out there that still struggle with this. Oh, what are my prayers doing? Don't be that double-minded man spoken of in James. Where it says, uh, you know, uh, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. And he give liberally unto all men. But it says, let that man not be double-minded. Right? For it says, that man ought not to think that he should receive anything from the Lord. So God honors faith. Amen? Amen. I hope this isn't too hard. Is this is this a um some people might say, Well that's easy for me to say. It's it's not easy to say. I you know, I didn't I didn't um my life of prayer wasn't developed because I had such a strong will. It's because time and time again, I had come up against situations that I could not change. And I felt an utter helplessness in myself. And God instructed me that way. And so when, when those pressures begin to push me to God, see, some people allow that because tribulation means pressure. Some people allow that pressure to push them away from God. When that pressure is intended to push you to God. So you know the early church, they were commanded to go to Samaria. But they stayed in Jerusalem. It wasn't until persecution broke out in Jerusalem that they actually fulfilled what was said in Matthew 28. Until then, the apostles, they were just chilling in Jerusalem. No, we don't want to go there. We, we hate the Samaritans. Well, Peter, Peter was a racist. He, he didn't like uh, 
he, he, he didn't like the fact that, you know, the Lord was accepting Gentiles. In fact, anyways, so, you know, there's things that, that, that the Lord wants to do through you, right? And, 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 and but don't hinder him because you can hinder the Holy Ghost. And so sometimes the Lord, he, he puts pressure to, to get you to go to him. But some people, they allow that to then affect their hearts. And they say, you know, this is too much. I'm going to go away from God. I'm going to go to the bar today. I'm going to go get drunk. I'm going to go kick it with my old friends. What You know, you asked the Lord to deliver you from those wretched people. Now, why are you going back? Because all their advice is the, it is what it is, it was what it is, and it is what it was. That's all they tell you every time. Girl, I'm, I'm going through something so bad. Or well, it is what it is, it is what it was, it was what it is. No, nothing. Right? Remember, remember the Lord brought you from the land of Egypt. Remember that he brought you from the land of Egypt. And don't desire to go back and say, oh, you know, we were better fed in Egypt than we are here in this wilderness. <clears throat> and see, the Lord don't want you in that wilderness. He just wanted you to pass through for 40 days. Now you're stuck for 40 years. And it's not because of God. It's because we're not believing God. I'll tell you what always happens. See, the Lord says, hey, I have a good uh, uh, plan for you. I have a good uh, destiny for you. Let's say it's marriage, whatever. you know. And then, then what happens? They don't listen to God. They go to this deadbeat piece of trash that don't know how to pay bills. Or he still wants to live a hood life because he he looks good. So now they go to this person and they get buttered up by them and they're with them and they waste five years of their life. They get treated like trash and they go back to God. God, I want what you have for me. And then they just repeat the cycle. You're wasting years. Right? Amen. But he got biceps. Okay. He a little thug. Man, I feel I feel so sad for these young girls, man. Uh, just what they run after. And, and, and I, you know, sometimes I see on social media, I see on Facebook and stuff, you know, uh, they, they like this guy and then he gets locked up. And they're like, free a real one. Free a real one. <laughs> it's, it's sad. I know I'm laughing about it, but it's sad. Because, oh, <laughs> so <clears throat> when people get locked up, a lot of times people post over here in the States, they say free a real one. Like basically kind of wave of support, like, man, they should be released from prison, you know, and they, they consider that person real. Like he's like genuine. He's like, he's down. He's, he's authentic or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and so they, they'll post on their Facebook status, free a real one. Yeah. Even if they murdered someone or if they, you know, it's like, no. You know, even in the world, I was, uh, you know, even in the world, I never said that. 
I I ref, because I thought it was fake. I thought it was stupid because if you play if you play uh, uh, these games, you you you're the one that signed up for this. Yeah. So don't don't give me the free the real one garbage. You you, you did what you did, and you got to do the time. Right, yeah. and another thing too, I would always hear all oh, the systems jacked up. The system's messed up. Well, why is it that the people that are good citizens of society, they're not getting messed up by the system? Well, I'll tell you what, the system is messed up, but it's not in it's not against them. In in the they actually get far lighter sentences here in California than what they should. So if the system is messed up, it's messed up because these lawmakers are giving them slap on the wrist. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> but it's so disheartening to see this young generation. Because they, they, they just fall headlong into these just, just horrible relationships. Man, you know. And, and, and it's, you know what? <clears throat> I, I loved what I seen. I seen a couple of you post this. In Serbia, they had family day. I thought that was so beautiful. That was amazing. They're, they they had a parade and, you know, they're walking. And it was family day. You see fathers with their wives, you know, and with their children. They're holding hands, walking down the street and stuff. That was amazing. But what do we have here? We have a, a drag queen. We have a pride day. We have all this junk. And is it any surprise that the youth here in America are the worst youth in the world? The world. <clears throat> you know, there are more murders in Chicago than there is in Iraq during the time of war. That's just Chicago. That's not to mention Detroit, mention uh, 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 South, you know, L.A. and Compton and all these other places, and out in Oakland, all the murders. America ranks, uh, uh, I believe it's say, uh, uh, St. Louis, that ranks on the top ten of the most murdered uh, places, the murder capital of the world. Okay, so so and that's not to mention all the other stuff. And 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 why? Because we've broken down the family. Amen. We've broken down the family. We told the, the you know the family, hey, 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 you know, have confidence in, in welfare. We have have confidence in the state. And and so <clears throat> we, we we tell the families to do that. And so what the women they break apart from the father the, the, the husband. Right, because there's no incentive to stay with the husband. If the state will take care of you, just pop out more babies, and, the, and here comes Caesar to the rescue. Right, and then she can't do it by herself, and so what happens? They send them to daycare. They send them to the public school. They send them to these different things. And I, I'm not condemning anybody. If you know you put your kid to public school, I'm not condemning them. I'm just I'm not blaming. I'm only explaining. Okay, so but the point though. Is that more and more the 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 husband and the father are not the source 
of, of, of provision for the child and everybody else is educating them, educating them on ethics, educating them on sexuality, educating them all this other stuff. And then they get TikTok and all these other things that show them other stuff, right? Open the world to porn, open the world to astrology, open the world. You know how many psychics are on TikTok willing to give you a little reading? And we wonder why the American youth is so degenerated. Amen. Amen. Oh, come on, somebody. You you know, so ladies, I, I know there's especially a lot of sisters here. I'm speaking to you need to pick the right man that God sends your way. Don't compromise that. Don't jeopardize that. <clears throat> Don't buy, uh, buy into this uh, demonic feministic lie. Right? And, and, and I'm not a legalist here. So I'm not saying that a woman can't work. If Amen. God calls women into the workforce. But understand too that it's... It, it, understand that one of the uh, uh, innate designs of a woman is to be a... a, a a life carrier. Amen. Men give seed, women retain seed. And you incubate that seed by the grace of God, right? And we want to raise up godly offspring. This is why the Muslims are doing it. You don't think you don't think that they know what to do? That's why they have several children and they're going to eventually over you know outpopulate Right, and they infiltrate our politics. They infiltrate the governments. Right, they do that, and you know why they're some of the wealthiest people? Generational wealth. Generational wealth. They pass stuff down, and they teach their children how to handle stuff, how to be good stewards. They have good ethics. Islam is false, but you know what? They actually believe it enough to say, hey, no, I don't care. You guys are praying. Hey, no, the, the Quran is is the, you know, we don't entertain the Western ideology. We don't entertain that stuff in our house. And so why, how do you think they're so strong? Amen. And so what I need you all to understand here is especially for those who have children and will have children, don't allow them to watch whatever. <clears throat> don't allow them to watch whatever. Don't allow them to listen to whatever. Oh, but you know, she'll get mad at me if I do. If I don't allow her to listen to uh, Nicki Minaj. I told one of the students uh, 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 last week, because uh, she was singing Nicki Minaj. I said, who is that? So oh, that's Nicki Minaj. I said, she's trash. How can you say that? Because I, I did. She's trash. And her little feelings got hurt because she's like a little fourth grader. <gasps> All right, well, you shouldn't be listening to her. What does she talk about? She's trash. Yeah. And I'll be zealous about it. You know why? Because when I see what happens to the black youth, to, to, to the Hispanic youth, and who are they following? Look at their playlist. Do you, do you see uh, uh, Fred Hammond on there? <laughs> 
Do you see Clint Brown? Do you see William McDowell? Do you see them? No, you don't see them. You see Nicki Minaj. You see uh, uh, Baskin Robbins. I mean, 6ix9ine. Right? But it didn't begin with them. It began with the parents. Amen. Oh, yeah, he got 31 flavors. And then Young Thug, all these young everything. Little, little this. It's either young, uh, or fat, or or little. Right, Lil Wayne, Fat Joe. <clears throat> but you never, you never see the adjective, uh, adjective wise, dignified. So and so, wise, so and so. It's always a little fat, or whatever, right? Um, so does that make sense? Amen. I I know I'm I'm hard about this because you know what? It's our generation. It's the generations that are following after us that we have to preserve, and we want to raise up godly offspring. It's not just about you. You know, and for the singles, look, please listen to me. You know, I said this before, but he, he might be six foot and fine, but he ain't got no spine. In other words, he, he, he's, he's not he's not strong in the Lord. He's jellyback. He's he's, he's not an anchor. Right. And so you, you need to you need to examine. Do they love God? Do they love the Lord? Is this a spiritual individual? Right? Amen. Amen. Don't don't and don't get a don't don't get offended with what I'm saying. You know, I know I haven't been married the longest, but I, I've, you know, I've been married seven years, and, uh, I, you know, by the grace of God, we we have a wonderful marriage, and 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 you know, but it, it's not because you know I'm a dimwit, and I just just go based off my instincts. You you know what I'm saying? You have to follow the voice of the Lord. Because if you follow the voice of God, it will make for prosperity in your life. It will make for uh, uh, health. It will make for uh, blessings. It will make for and it's righteousness that will secure that stuff for you. Amen. Amen. And so this is what God wants for you. This is God's heart for you. He doesn't. He doesn't want a marriage to be in shambles. He don't want your kids to go astray. Amen. He doesn't want that for you guys. Amen. So, and so as as I come to a close, what what I feel like the Lord is saying to some of you is that you have to unlearn a lot of those experiences that you've had before. The 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 guys you've accepted in the world isn't the guys that you accept now. Right? You have to be willing to unlearn uh, uh, and, and and things that you've been brought up about, you know, in your home, this was acceptable. No, but if, if it's not acceptable by the word of God, 
then it's not acceptable. Right? And allow allow God's instructions to lead you. <clears throat> and, and some ladies, you, you you've been um See, don't 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 believe your own thoughts over God. Cuz some of you especially if you come from abusive relationships, you'll say I I don't I I don't deserve a, a good. I I don't I don't deserve the best. And these are some of the thoughts of the devil will play in your mind because you've been physically abused or you've been violated, right? And so so the the devil wants to make you feel like you ain't good enough. And so what happens if you feel like you ain't good enough? Then you settle. Right. Because why should I shoot high? And then when the devil comes and say, well, this this is punishment that you deserve. Right. And this is God. God is forcing you to do this and God is forcing you to tolerate that. Right. <clears throat> no, the Lord, he covers, he restores, he makes clean, he washes us. Right. And he wants to assign to you some white robes and robes are given for royalty. Amen. The Bible says that you are a royal priesthood. So there is royalty uh, to your identity. Amen. Amen. So don't be quick to say yeah to a young thug. Little Bootsy. Little Ratchet. Fat wretched. Right? Little gang gang. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a name out there, but I wouldn't doubt it. Right? I I will stop now. Um Let's um Is this okay? <clears throat> Don't let it discourage you. Because you can hear hard things like this and you can allow it to discourage you. But let, allow it to encourage you. Allow it, allow it. You know what? God cares enough for me to warn me. Amen. He cares enough about me to, to steer me in the right direction. He's a good father. Right? <clears throat> so let us, uh, let us pray. Hallelujah.